Thank you for your contribution to this movement. Thank you for your efforts and your work. I'm very confident that we can take it back. And the way we're going to do it is through organizations like Young Americans for Liberty and Operation Win at the Door, not caring about party, not caring about the, the letter next to their name, caring about the principles that they stand for. But I think where we're going to reach people is culture, and pop culture is a great way to do it. So it's great to hear that podcasts like yours are actually trying to tie that in. Hey, and good luck with uh, the podcast. I'm looking forward to seeing it grow, man. So, Michael, I love the work you do. I like I, you, you are part of a social circle that I, I want, like I want there to be more Michael Andersons out there. I want there to be more guys like you. I love what you guys do and, and, and I hope there's more people out there like us. Follow Michael Anderson on Twitter. He is a very cool guy. Michael for freedom. Michael, the number four freedom. Uh, he's out there getting people my age and younger involved in conservative and liberty-minded politics. And I, I think that's so awesome. I'm a fan of Michael Anderson and you people should be too. thing so i found two articles i wanted to talk about for this on a nancy list episode and figured i'm not a good enough alone to talk about them so brought in a friend this friend happens to be a really good friend to freedom he's mr michael anderson from the liberty talks podcast sir how are you today thank you for having me man i really appreciate you uh having me on the show Oh, yeah, no, no, no problem at all. I'm glad you were able to make some time to come on and talk about this. I know you're a busy guy. Yeah, between making Liberty win and electing Liberty legislatures, you know, and doing my own podcast, I I, I love to come on the show, man. I appreciate it because I figured this is some stuff that's right in your wheelhouse, the government and technology. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, anytime you want to do a political thing, hit me up. Definitely, because... You know how I feel about things when it comes to the politics side. I'm, and for this show's purposes, I've tried to remain neutral on it, and I'm still going to do my best while we talk. Yeah. So, well, I, like I said, I appreciate you having me on. There's a lot of people just simply how how uh, involved I am in politics that kind of don't want to associate with me because they're kind of just afraid of you know politics nowadays. So I appreciate you. Like I said, I appreciate you having me on the show. Oh no, I appreciate you coming on. Like I said, so this first one I've got here is an article from CNET. Um, regarding Trump, Twitter, and uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York, um, who we were referred to as everyone else does by her initials of AOC. Because the infamous a, AOC. I have some strong opinions about her that we can talk about offline, um, <laughs> but let's get to this real quick. So the courts ruled that Trump can't block people on Twitter because he's the president. So now people are suing because AOC blocked them. So I feel like this is opening a can of worms that's also completely unnecessary. But am I wrong in feeling that way? No, I honestly, I'd say you're absolutely right. Uh, you and I share a lot of political opinions. So um, I think you kind of know where I'm going conservative libertarian i think you know i believe in a limited government if even a government at all i think the point of government is to uh defend life liberty and property or as you and i would call it defending individual rights so the fact that the government's the trying to get yeah right so the the fact that the government's trying to get involved with this in the first place 
I think I think it's like you said, they're opening up a can of worms. Um, there's a lot of conservatives that would say, oh, we need to get, we need the government to get involved and to regulate tech companies and to break up these big tech companies um, because they're censoring conservative and independent voices. And therefore, we need to make a level playing field. But I don't I don't subscribe to that nonsense. I think that, you know, these tech companies are individual. Uh, they're, they're businesses. They have individual rights over their business. They have the, the private property rights where they can decide what they want to do. Um, so let's just take this whole thing, for example, right? Like what's going on exactly? Um, people are saying that the president of the United States cannot block anybody because it's violating their, you know, First Amendment rights. Who knows what the, what the, what the nonsensical argument even is exactly, right? Um, so, you know, tongue in cheek, I see what's going on now. Other people are saying, what well, the president can't block people, then how can Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez block people, right? So, I mean, I get the, I get the tongue in cheek you know, ness of this, but I don't, I don't, I don't think it's necessary. Like the president should be able to block people. AOC should be able to block people. And just because you're blocked doesn't mean you can't read their tweets. Like you don't, they don't block you like in your IP address. You could very well log off, look at their Twitter account, or just create a fake Twitter account and follow them and look at their tweets. So I think it's like you said, they're opening up a can of worms where there's so many other issues in this world, in this country, we should be focusing on from mass incarceration to endless war, you know, you name it, we could be discussing it, but we're sitting here discussing, you know, should the government regulate the tech industry? And is that a, a legitimate form of, you know, government regulation? Noting it's, it's worth seeing that it's basically people are saying you blocked me, you've hurt my feelings because I can't read you and I'm too lazy to do the effort to actually go around that. Yeah, essentially. I mean, like I said, you could you could log off your Twitter account and look at their Twitter account and see their tweets without being logged in. Or you could just make another Twitter account. I mean, you have two Twitter accounts. You know, I have two Twitter accounts or even more because of the organizations I'm involved in. Just switch over to your other Twitter account if you really want to see what President Trump or Representative Ocasio-Cortez is saying. Just go look at it. Why are you making such a big deal about it over over? getting blocked like are we are we really are we really discussing in 2019 should it be illegal for people to block people on twitter like what does this world come to i mean yeah we're in the world where people are mad over the casting of a mermaid yeah to now getting their feelings hurt over twitter blocking them and i mean there is something that I'm still mad about you know and i'm gonna bring it up again because i talked about it a little earlier on the show um the, the female James Bond coming out, you know, this is the world we live in today with representation coming along and I'm all for representation. Now people getting their feelings hurt and not doing the work to look around it. I don't, I don't feel like this is anything that needs to be even addressed. Thicker skin. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's many cases out there to say certain things like, um, I know many libertarians and conservatives that have problems with tokenizing characters in mainstream uh movies like the lion king or uh, you know they're not the lion king but like the little mermaid and like uh spider-man i get it but i don't think these are big battles to like die on or even to make a big case about it. it's your personal preference um and that's how it should be on twitter and facebook too your personal preference who you want to be able to follow you or interact with you um but but again like like i said like these are kind of non non-issues 
I don't, I don't really see them as like a big deal. I, there was actually, if you follow me on social media, I post up this meme where it was, uh, you know, an elephant stomping on something and it's like conservatives and it's like, you know, the NFL, women's soccer, freaking all this nonsensical <laughs> stuff. And then you just see this little hippo running away and it's like, uh, crap that actually matters, right? Like there's so much stuff that actually matters. Um, yeah. but too bad, but the, but the, and, and not, and a note, nothing against you. Like, obviously this is a great segment you know, like, I appreciate you having mm-hmm. me on talking about this, but this is what the news media is now. They're, they're trying to say, Oh, should we, should we regulate whether people can block people on Twitter or not? And I, I, I think it's just nonsense. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Just like I kind of have the same feels on the next article, also from CNET that we're going to move into here. Um, the government is bringing antitrust against Facebook and Google and Apple and Amazon for some odd reason when I see competition between all four of those against each other. And also about Facebook's upcoming cryptocurrency. Why? <laughs> Is That's, this because the, 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 the one that you have the, the one side stump, stumping for president on breaking up big tech for for what reason? I mean, Amazon has competition. We still have Walmart who is still thriving in the market. You have places like Costco that are still expanding. These are places that do compete with Amazon. Uh, Facebook, I mean, we, we've talked – we, the last thing we just talked about was Twitter. And Google and Apple are competing in the mobile market for sure. So where is the where is the trust in this? Where where is the monopoly that they have? Well, yes, yeah, I, so, I don't see it. Yeah, we just kind of spoke about this a little bit, but I mean, so there's a couple ways to look at this. I mean, look at it. Um, so look, you know, these big tech tech companies are getting huge uh, nowadays. If there's a competitor against Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, I believe actually Facebook and Instagram are one and the same now, like they're yes. at the same company, but it's like that, you know, these, these tech companies, they get so big that they can just buy out their, their competition. Right. So I get the, I get the idea of wanting to regulate it, wanting to make it like a free market. Right. Like, um, but it's you're, by regulating the industry, you're not going to make it a free market. Um, these a- actually, <laughs> The CEOs and the head of these companies like Mark Zuckerberg are actually asking for the government to intervene. They are 100% willing to work with the government because they want the government to establish them as a monopoly. What a lot of people may not know is they think the government they think the government is supposed to break up monopolies. What they don't understand is that usually via regulation, they usually build up an industry and take out all their competition. Therefore, creating a government monopoly. So, um, like I said, I think these are private businesses. I think that they will uh, succeed or fail on their own. I don't think the government needs to get in to make sure, oh, well, we're having trouble trying to figure out what to do about hate speech. And some people like our policies, some people don't. You know, government, please come in and help us out to make sure our company runs better. No, Um, you are put on the free market, so you better compete with facebook twitter youtube all these other places and uh you know what if your users don't like your policies if your users think that you're censoring people then uh you're probably going to go out of business the the way i see it is that leftists if you take a leftist in 2019 and they they would have tried to regulate blockbuster they would have tried to regulate you <laughs> that's know that's true they would try to regulate blockbuster uh, all, these days yeah because they think oh blockbuster's the end all be all to movies it's like no 
we there's competition there's technological innovations things will m keep moving or or they would have regulated myspace you know like this is the end all be all i don't i don't genuinely think facebook and twitter are the end all be all will they be here for a long time yeah yeah will they be here Most you know, long after i'm dead and gone maybe but i think you know you got to let the market decide you got to let competition uh survive and when the government gets involved in these industries usually what happens and don't take my word for it go do your own research you know usually what happens when the government gets involved is they are building these companies up and taking out their competition. And like I said, Mark Zuckerberg wants to work with the government. He wants the government to regulate his industry because he doesn't know what he's doing wrong. So he wants help. It's true. Yeah. I mean, if he listened to the users of Facebook, he'd know what he's doing wrong. Yeah, and same with same with YouTube and all these other <laughs> sites. You know, they they started a lot of these sites started as such a great uh, platform. Like YouTube is is an amazing example. YouTube, you, tube, you on the TV, you on the screen, you, the individual, you can make money, you, right? The individual. And now what is it? Now you as the individual cannot make money. You, the individual cannot get on YouTube as easily as you used to. You on YouTube, you, the individual have to try to figure out the what is it called? Um, the algorithms. Al yeah, there you go. The algorithms. You have to now. Now the algorithms are against you. So yeah. all these companies started off as something really good, an awesome marketable product, and then what they did was they took over the market, and then they lowered, you know, their their standards and said, okay, well, everybody knows our name, so now we can do whatever we want. You know, it's it's a complicated issue. I mean, should the government get involved? Possibly, but I don't like the idea of the government getting involved. I like the idea of an entrepreneur coming up with a new idea and destroying these tech companies via his ideas and competition because that's how, that's how society moves forward. That is progress. That is progressivism. If you, if you want and true progressivism, let the free market work itself out, and we will progress faster and better than any other way before, especially oh, – and that's like, and I don't, and I don't mean to cut you off, but like, especially in the government coercion, like you have two choices, right? Two choices, government coercion, and you have the free market, right? Which one do you think is going to be more progressive? Which one's a better progressive idea to, to progress society forward? Force and coercion via government or voluntary associations and competition via the free market? I will take the free market any day of the week over force and coercion from the government. Well, yeah, and to piggyback on that, free market's why we're able to sit here and talk about this on a podcast where there's bunches of podcasters out there. This is something that the free market allows us to do. Um, Amazon becoming as big as it is is a direct result of the free market. It started as a online bookstore in the 90s. And look at it today. It's been around for not even 30 years yet. And yeah. it's one of the biggest companies in the world, and that was because it was able to piggyback and build and outdo its competition which was physical retail it was a new thing when the internet came around and there's nothing stopping anybody from coming up and doing this to make this even a non-issue yeah no amazon's amazing and a lot of the people going after amazon even like let's just say you know 2020 presidential candidates they go after and attack amazon i don't think that's smart you know in many cases what people are doing on the left when they go out and attack these big companies that everybody likes. I mean, keep in mind, 
everybody loves Amazon. Like, I'm sure you and I use Amazon on a weekly, if not monthly basis to buy stuff. I at least, at least once every month or so I do. My wife uses it a little bit more than I do. <laughs> exactly. So you got, so you got to keep in mind the uh, consumers love what they're getting from Amazon. The problem is they don't like, like, they don't like that they make so much money, right? That they, that they're not paying their fair share. Okay. So instead of going after a company and like, creating a class warfare type of system, right? You're just saying, oh, we need to eat the rich. We're poor. They're not paying their fair share. Change up the tax code. Like just, just go change up the tax code. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a small government person. I believe in economic freedom. So like, I don't think we should tax everybody at a crazy rate, but if you're a Democrat running in 2020, your message should be, let's change the tax code. Let's not eat the rich. Let's not blame Amazon for being such a bad boogeyman. No, they're amazing. They've 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 they have destroyed some businesses because they are amazing competition. You can get things faster, cheaper, and better than you can when you go to Best Buy sometimes. Now there's also One some updates. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So there there is some upsides going to Best Buy. You can get it right there. But when you could get one day or two day shipping with Amazon Prime, then you're gonna use Amazon Prime. Like I said, the consumers love Amazon. They just don't like that they're making so much money. So it's an interesting dichotomy, um, but I don't think going after the company as like a as an entity and trying to make them out to be a boogeyman is the right thing to do. I think you're gonna need to focus on policy, and you know breaking up these these tech companies, breaking up Amazon more than anything. Like I said, usually when the government gets involved, they're building a monopoly. They're not breaking up a monopoly. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I really don't. You see, personally. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> um, and like I said, I have to, I, I, I'm doing my best to remain neutral on this, but I think I've let it come through a bit that I definitely think that this is bogus. Um, <laughs> so I think I'm going to let that sit. I think that I'm going to let that sit there. And I think we're going to end a political thing for the day. Um, Michael, thank you so much for joining me, man. Um, is there anywhere you, anything you want to plug for us here? Anything, anywhere you want us to follow you on like this on, well, on these social media giants? Yeah, dude, absolutely. Um, so, you know, my name is Michael Anderson. I am from Liberty Talks Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Michael, the number four freedom. That is Michael for freedom. Um, and uh, check out my podcast. Uh you know, I'm on TV, radio, doing commentary about this all the time, and I appreciate you having me on the podcast. Yeah, not a problem, man. Really, thank you so much for coming on, and I will have links to all of your plugs in the description for this episode. Thank you so much, man. I can't wait to have you back on. Thanks a lot, man. Take care.